You're listening to Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are here for yet another edition of Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton, coming to you live from the First Round Sports Restaurant. And for those of you live on Facebook watching us right now, it's a special day. It's Valentine's Day. It'll be a lightning quick show because there's a few gentlemen in this room that have to go say hello to their better halves. Okay, so we have a special guest in today. Colin Miller, head coach of FC Edmonton. How you doing? Great to be here, guys. And I've got to compliment you on your shows. You are, you are doing a fantastic job. <laughs> and uh, I remember watching it last week or the week before, I should say, in Abbotsford, uh, before my wife and Marie and I went to a movie. And very proud of you. Well done. Oh, you thanks. Great job. Thanks. And great job. JP's in the house, of course, yeah. and uh, at the helm of the camera and uh, a microphone that he's just about to reach for. Well, he doesn't want to be in the picture, though. Right? And what did we call that last week? <laughs> we won't even go there. Yeah, it's not going yeah, there. We're not going there. No, but uh, James Nielsen, our, our producer extraordinaire and media guy here at the, uh, at the FC Edmonton group and club, and he's a fun guy. <laughs> Lots to talk about this week, though. We've got new signings. We've got uh, the release of our preseason and what we're going to be doing during preseason, um, as well as uh, opening the floor up to questions, in particular on Facebook right now. I'm sure people are going to be out there wondering uh, what they can ask us. Have you got a few questions right away, I bet. Well, Jose uh, already chimed in. With, uh, 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 we're live, warning JP. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks, Jose. Thanks, Jose. Appreciate it. It's just what we needed yeah. to hear. Um, right. Well, why don't we get the ball started with, uh, with the fact that we started today mm-hmm. um, inside. The, we're actually, we did the, some testing today at uh, Foot Field in the big dome that they have there out at the University of Alberta. And um, we did uh, testing galore. So what type of testing did we do with the players? Go ahead. Somebody, help me out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing my mind out there. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting signals from... Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I was just uh, noticing that there's a nice uh, little banner behind you there. Ah, yes. There is a nice little banner. That's right. You know what? Before we get to the football, let's talk about the banner. What do you think? Very nice banner. Yeah. Very, very nice banner. Nice banner? Yeah. We want to thank King Signs, actually, for this banner. It is the official Rabbit Radio banner um, with a lot of information on the side for, for those of you who want to uh, you know, send us questions, Twitter-wise, uh, Facebook-wise, all kinds of wises for you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Barry Burke there. Thank you very and much. The Burke group, and, yeah. and, and the Thank Burke group for, for the uh, King sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful. Rabbit great, Radio. Uh, great performance hanging it. <laughs> if we told you how we hung it, and apologies if you're looking at this on Facebook going, what the hell do they do with that sign? Well, it's up with masking tape and a few other ingenuitive MacGyverish type things that we did to it. And uh, next week it'll be a different story for sure. Um, let's get to the football then. So we had a, uh, our first day of, uh, of our training camp started. Yeah. Uh, guys were in earlier for... Uh, physicals and for a little bit of testing with the doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, today was the first day we actually did some uh, some testing exercise wise. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's standard. I think it's uh, it's a beat yo-yo test, um, a standing broad jump, um, which must be for hamstring strength, uh, agility test, uh, which is quite good, and, and some 
some fantastic results in that, and then a grip strength. I'm still not personally sure why we do a grip strength test in, in football. I don't know what we're testing on that, but yeah, regardless. I'm not too sure what it's, uh, what it's uh, about. I actually asked Jose about it, funny enough, and I think it's something to do with fatigue. The players, when they're tired, they squeeze this contraption, and they can actually tell you if they're actually fatigued. Oh, that's something I learned today. I need more an explanation from Jose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they did, they did, because a third of them did that grip test right after they warmed up. So if they're fatigued, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, that, that might make sense to, yeah. to, to see where they're at prior to being fatigued. What would make sense is doing, doing it prior to, and then after, let's say, a beep test or some yeah. type of shuttle runs. Okay, now let's, let's squeeze that thing again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll all just take Jose's word for we'll it. We'll take Jose's word for it. In <laughs> yeah. fact, we'll have him on the show in a while. That's right. Yeah. See, see how he handles that, He's Jose. A good guest. He's a good guest. <laughs> yeah. And I you, think, uh, are we going to do the same? Uh, Jimmy's going to jump in again. If there's questions that come yeah. through Facebook or Twitter, then um, Jimmy will jump in and, for and sure. interrupt us, and, and we can go from there. Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple in already. Uh, Guterres Rick, I'm probably saying that wrong, but uh, he says, how do you see the league in the next three to five years? Well, the... Obviously, the league for for us um, has bottomed out in terms of numbers of uh, of teams. We we know that the mandate now is to have expansion in the league, and the talk at the moment is very positive uh, within the, the 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 league that there will be expansion. There was going to be expansion, and there there was serious talk of expansion at the tail end of last season. I know that they were mm-hmm. uh, the down in Indy. There were you know, at least three cities being courted at that time uh, during the semi-final when we were down there. So uh, those additions, as well as uh, one or two others that are uh, some big players as well, that's the feedback that, that I hear at the moment. So things have to look positive uh, at this moment in time. I think the once Jacksonville sorts their situation out, the I know speaking with Tom Fath, he's very happy with the ownership groups of all the clubs and... and uh, Things should be far, far more stable, and we can hopefully build the NASL to be a, a top-class league. It has been a top-class league, uh, over, in particular over the last two or three years. The franchises have got stronger, and the teams are better, the quality of football is better, and uh, the fan bases are growing, which is exciting. And I, I'm, I personally am very, very excited about this season. Uh, I think the standard of the league will be excellent. You look at the the schedule, there's not an easy fixture within that entire 32-game schedule. And uh, I think that not only as a, as, a, as a traveling team, but certainly as a home team, there's not many teams that fancy coming to Edmonton, as we know, guys. And uh, when, once we get our away form sorted, uh, we can look to a very positive season this year. Yeah, I, I think we, we talked touched on it last week when yeah. we were talking about the different... Uh, you know, teams and 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 the you know bodies that they're bringing into their sides and all that. The the parity should be great. It's always been yeah. a league of parity where on any given day anybody can beat the other team, mm-hmm. and you really have to be focused and on top of your own game to do well in this league, especially to maintain you yeah. know a, some some type of point streak to to get you through spring and then get you you know pole vaulting into into fall, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a fantastic league, and I think it's, it is going to be around. I mean, we've already heard 
through different uh, means, some of the different names that are coming up there. And uh, on Twitter, of course, there's guesses about different franchises that may come in. Yeah, uh, I think they've been pretty public about that. Even uh, Peter Wilt, I believe it is, um, getting a Chicago group going. He's talked about Detroit, uh, Orange County. Demba Ba is a group leading the San Diego franchise. Yeah, San Diego. And, and he's been very public and open about that. Uh, Hazard's part of that ownership group as well. So at the end of the day, we know we're going to have... Um, expansion because if we don't, we won't be Division Two. Yeah. yeah, agreed. So we have to be at twelve teams for next year. And, and coast uh, to coast. Uh, yeah. Now that we've got that, it, it sure makes a difference. That's it's right. sure going to help. That's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Then the then the league will take off. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I've got another one uh, from Sean Lothar, wondering, uh, asking you guys, what young player will step up the season and get substantial minutes? Kind of yeah, good question. That is a good question. You know, losing uh, Shamit the way we did, I wasn't happy about, but uh, that's for another day. But um, I'm hoping that uh, young Marco Alexic is going to stand up this season and and, uh, and get some, some playing time. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about him. Uh, he's the youngest in the group at the moment. So uh, mm-hmm. I've always been a huge fan of Marco. Uh, unfortunately, he was... Uh, uh, not surplus to requirements last season, but when Albert and Pap played so well and so consistently for us, uh, you know, I'm not a manager that wants to change, chop and change the lineup too much. But uh, I- I'm hoping for good things for young Marco. I see a very bright future for the lad if he can keep his focus and his discipline. Uh, he's a talented player, and uh, uh, hopefully, he-, he gets some playing minutes this season. Yeah, and we can we can definitely, you know, we know that these guys are going to see minutes. Uh, in um, in the preseason mm-hmm. uh, games that we have on right. on the docket, uh, you know, I guess, I guess we can even talk about that. You want to talk about it right now about the preseason and how that's going to go, where it's going to go, uh, where we're going to be. Lots of lots of tweets throughout the day ever since we put that release out this afternoon. So I think mm-hmm. people are people are interested people, to hear about that as well. Well, I mean, Gaffer, go ahead, mate. You can you can uh, let it fly as to where we're going. Yeah, I think it's the most exciting preseason we've ever planned. That's for sure, and. Uh, thanks to Tom and Dave Fath for supporting this. Uh, there's no coincidence that going to Scotland last year, getting the group away for the, that amount of time and playing the games that we played, there was no coincidence that we had the best spring season that we've ever had. So uh, I think that we're uh, now going, well, I know we're going now to, to base ourselves in Manchester. We will play against Wigan, Stoke City. Burnley and uh, Newcastle United under 23s again. Uh, we had a great game against Newcastle United last year. Last yeah. year, and and it speaks volumes that they actually wanted to play us again, mm-hmm. and it shows you credit to to them for the quality of their opposition, but obviously the quality of the opposition that and the type of football that we played when we played against them. Yeah. So we weren't there to kick lumps out of each other. Uh, we were there for, for every reason that you could imagine, fitness, hopefully not to get injured, of course, but we wanted to, t- to put our wits against a, a very, you know, I think there was three first-team players or guys that had played in the first team last season that played against us, and we want to do that again yeah. this year, and every game is going to be now at that standard. Mm-hmm. You know, with the greatest respect to the clubs we played last year, this is an entirely different level. Mm-hmm. So we, our preparations now over the next three and a half weeks in the Commonwealth Fieldhouse, uh, we have to make sure that we're fit enough and, and, and prepared to go there. Yeah. Because these lads are coming to the tail end of their season. And they're playing for jobs. They're trying to get into the first teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we will have to be at our very best in these games. But the most important thing is by the time that trip is finished, 
that we're ready to go into Jacksonville. That's the most important part of the yeah. trip. But it's a really, really exciting trip. Mm-hmm. You tell people, even in just in, in, in general conversation, mm-hmm. that you're going to England to play these three games. Uh, we're also going to visit uh, Stoke City and watch them against the Chelsea, Chelsea. Yeah. which is a great day out for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, for some, it may have been their first English Premier League game that they've yeah. attended. So... Uh, I think all in all, it, it, it's a, it's a, a well-run trip, and um, thanks to to Eric and his team for looking after us mm-hmm. in this trip. So I'm I'm really excited about it. But the challenge now is making sure the guys uh, are ready to play, and with today's test results and and their attitude, just seeing how the the guys interacted, it was great to see it today. Well, I think that that's you, you touched on the fitness portion of it and how you know to see how fit we are when we get over there, and it was really nice to see some of these guys at the tests looking so fit and looking like they're, they're chomping at the bit to get at it. So I really think we're, we're going to do okay when we get over there. But again, like I say, just the fitness level of these players preseason. It's the, it's the best yeah. shape I've seen a team in Edmonton be in. Coming into a say, coming into day one. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, yeah, I was very happy today. And, yeah. You know, we've had to have some changes, guys, as we know, uh, during the off-season, some enforced and some through financial reasons, Mm -hmm. uh, not retaining certain players. And that's football, so it doesn't matter if it's uh, Manchester United or whether it's FC Edmonton, these Mm -hmm. things happen. So, But what is exciting now is the four or five players that we we have brought in and will continue to bring in, there's now a, a freshness about the group. There's now seeing how these different players interact and how it all mingles together mm-hmm. to see how the squad comes together and I think that trip to England will come at the right time for us because yeah. of the new guys um, but I, I'm very excited, it's an experienced group without being old, I think we've got three lads that are 31 and the rest are all between 24 and 27 years of age yeah. so that tells me and I look at the other ages of the groups uh, in, in around the league that uh, most clubs are now at the same thing and I, and I remember attending all the suit, all the soccer balls, and the, the thing that really stuck out to me was the amount of experience that was on the park. Mm-hmm. And uh, this group of players is not old by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, it's an experienced group. And I'm, uh, I know Jeff and I are, and yourself working with with Chris as well. We're all excited mm-hmm. to, about what's uh, what's going to take place here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is pretty pretty exciting, pretty exciting. Uh, two new guys that got mentioned today were. Me and Jeff. I'm just, no, I'm just trying to figure out. James, you want to give us a shout-out? and uh, Morrow. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it'll be exciting to see. Yeah. I'm sorry. The names have just been – we've been fired through them, and when this is going to air – well, this is live, this portion. So, hey, everybody, I am What's an idiot sometimes. Up, it's just 7-Up. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. Wonderful. We had Natan at the end of last week as well. Yeah. Uh, we had Albert yesterday, so they've been coming out fast, and, fast furious. and furious. and the timing of when they come out is uh, just throwing me for a loop a bit. And but. Uh, Andreas Morris joined and is watching, so I don't know if he knew that I could see when he popped on, but – Huh. Well, Dre's not here. He's uh, he's with his better half. Apparently, they're having uh, quite a night if he's watching us on uh, Facebook Live. <laughs> Sarah, sort that yeah, out. <laughs> great date night. <laughs> Looks a new man since yeah. he shaved that beard off as well. So, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, excited about all the, the, the new faces that are in the lineup and excited about uh, the big lad who's in. I don't even know. He's not been announced yet, so we can't even talk about him. Right. So, you know, anyways. Yeah, he's a big lad. There's a big lad coming in, six foot five, 
We'll have to deal with that another day. Yeah. Next week, maybe. <laughs> or until someone tweets it out first. Or someone tweets it out first. Six foot Google five. Yeah. You can Google it. Who's six foot five coming in yeah. to Edmonton? I, I don't know. We'll there figure that one out. There should be an award for that if someone guesses it. Yeah. I'd like that. Sure. What do you think? Should yeah. we do? Yeah. Have an award? Uh, I'm sure yeah. Jay's got a closet full of stuff to give away. Yeah. Either give it away or they can be a nope. guest. On Rabbit Radio for an evening. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't don't fancy that at all. Uh, don't, don't, don't fancy, fancy that. that so let's let's talk about a little bit. Uh, day one was kind of today with the testing and that goes on. Um, day two of the camp is tomorrow where we actually start uh, touching some soccer balls and, and getting around the guys in a, in a more coaching capacity. Um, you know, your thoughts for... The, the, the load that's going to be put on them and uh, and the types of things that we're going to do. Uh, I'm sure people out there would be interested to know what, what we do as, as far as uh, the first days of, uh, of the season go. Yeah, well, it's preseason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I was texting back and forth with Daryl Fordyce um, a while back and asked him how, how training was going. He says how tough it was, two sessions a day and so on and so forth. And... You know, they've uh, got high expectations there. We will, through different reasons, we will go one a day, football-wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, starting next week, we'll be at hopefully U of A in the, in the gym twice, three times a week. So we'll have a we'll have a good workload. Uh, tomorrow, it's just be good. It'll be just to, to get our first day under our belt, football-wise. Uh, some running with the ball, some fitness with the ball, mm-hmm. uh, and then Jeff and I will take uh, some possession groups, different uh, exercises there. Mm-hmm. You can take the union, yeah. do your throw, jump and catch, oh, whatever and you trust guys me. do down the other the, end of the they'll park. They'll be jumping and catching quite a bit tomorrow. Yeah, great. And then we'll finish up with a win, another wee game of running with the ball. So, yeah. but uh, the, the, the guys are, they expect it. You know, it's preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was interested in listening to Carl Robinson and, and how he's prepared the team in, in England, sorry, in Wales, where they went. And he said, "You're they're, they're fatigued, but they're supposed to play under fatigue here now. It's, mm-hmm. it's part and parcel of of the preseason without obviously flogging the players. Yeah, of course. There's, uh, but there's a bit of thoughts going into it. We were uh, in excellent shape last season at the start of uh, when we went down to Oklahoma. Played 60 minutes in that heat for with 10 men, mm-hmm. and that was a credit to the players, uh, the organisation, of course, but the fitness level. So, yeah." So we'll we'll work along those signs. Uh, you know, I'm all about continuity. For sure, things aren't broken. I'm I'm not about to change it too much. And mm-hmm. uh, so the, the guys enjoyed it last season, pre-season. There's a lot of football involved in it. And by the end of the third week, we'll have worked on our shape uh, of the team as much as we can do in a 65 by 65 area. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will have a, hopefully a couple of games in the full-size pitch before we go back to England. But the players will be well versed in the level of expectation and commitments that's required to play for FC Edmonton. Yeah, it's interesting to talk about preseasons. I mean, I've been around quite a bit of them over the years, and uh, and just the the variance between different groups. And, and yet, at the end of the day, because I'm sure everyone in the NSL has a different type of preseason that each coach is going to be individual and different at what they do. And it's it's kind of funny to see the amount of parity there is in the league based on all the differences that go on. It'd be, it'd be real interesting to have a video of, of all the different preseasons and and try and, I don't know, just sort of put them together and have this montage of all the different trainings because it'll be so different. And yet when you get into the league and you finally start playing games, everyone's sort of on the same level. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, there's I, no real answer to it or I can remember, question in there. But I can remember some, obviously, some of my pre-seasons in, in Scotland and England. Uh, some, there would be a week, nine days without you'd see a ball. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the amount of running, that, and that's two sessions a day. Yeah, two sessions a day, and uh, it's just running. It's changed dramatically now, yeah. of course, all over the world, I'm sure. But well, the game's changed, so yeah. you have to sort of go with that a little bit. Yeah. There, yeah. There's actually just an MLS player who's just tweeted about that, actually, about his preseason with, uh, with Orlando. Right. And he says, yeah, we've been 20 days in the gym. Uh, today's our first, our first field session, and we've not touched a ball. Right. <laughs> and uh, so he said it's not a pleasant thing, but... There are some comments to that. I yeah. won't get into what other people have said about it. But at any rate, you know, so, so some of that still does go on. Well, uh, I mean, and, and that's, why I'm, not football. that's why I'm saying it would be so yeah. interesting to get get all these different videos of the yeah. different groups and how they perform. And then, of course. okay, let's see how, let's say, the first couple of the weeks of the seasons go yeah. uh, to see whether they're able to cope with it or, or not cope with mm-hmm. it. Um, <clears throat> any more questions coming in? If you have questions coming in and you want to know... Uh, the answer, or you have some things you're interested in asking Colin or anything like that, we're going to be... Uh, go ahead, James. Yeah, we had uh, just a comment from Chris Steedman just saying how uh, he thinks the Scotland trip's uh, uh, great for the club and uh, wondering just about some more details about streaming and uh, wondering some player things, which obviously can't say about anything if there was anything, but uh, wondering about the technical details of the, of the trip and what we're going to have planned and... I guess from my end, we're just we're working on all the details in terms of the logistics for that stuff, and so that more mean, details coming. I know we've talked about it a little bit, and and the the talk was they were going to try uh, and see if they could stream a couple of games, yeah, or at least portions of games, so you can get a, a bit of a hit of uh, the Yetis and and what we're doing. Uh, over in England, but I, I know it's difficult based on internet and all that sort of yeah, stuff. But definitely. but you've definitely been talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's been definitely talked about. So yeah, more details will come out. I know last year we kind of later on closer to the date uh, kind of announced what we were going to be mm-hmm. able to manage, and last year was good, and hopefully this year is better. Yeah, and we'll keep we'll keep everyone up to date uh, as the podcasts get closer. And uh, that's another thing we're actually might even toy with the idea of doing some podcasts from England. Um, don't know if we can pull yeah. that one off, and uh, it's just a matter of getting the equipment over there. If we mm-hmm. can do it, then uh, then it's something we would do. I think that would be fun. Absolutely, uh, get some of the players involved and get some people who speak a different uh, language. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait, we've got one. Bring a different, <laughs> bring a different plug, D Dub. Um, so on that note, we're going to take our first break here. So for all you people on Facebook, thanks for watching. Again, we are going to be getting close here to allowing or, or trying to make this go all the way through the show and, and have us live for the complete show. Quick reminder about getting season's tickets as soon as you can, please. Uh, you can call our office, uh, ask for uh, ask for anybody, and, and they'll be able to sell you tickets pretty well. So He's a nice lad. He's a nice, nice lad. lad. <laughs> He's a nice lad. So let's make sure that happens. Um, again, you know, with your, your season's tickets, I think until the end of this month, uh, if you buy a, a season's ticket, you'll get a, a third jersey, um, which is great. If you buy four season's tickets, you get a VIP parking spot as well as the third jerseys. Or, or the number, th- yeah, the number three jersey. I have no. I'm losing my mind yeah. now. Anyway, at the end of the day, the big thing is get your butts in seats. The stadium, season seats. 
You can buy your tickets. Get them at fcedmonton.com. Um, or like I said, just call the FC Edmonton offices and we'll be able to help you out. Thanks again to uh, King Signs for our wonderful Rabbit Radio banner. Uh, love it. The Burt Group's been fantastic for us. So, so let's keep that up. And, Us has and first round. What was that? As has first round. Yes, first round's been great. I've only mentioned them once at the beginning of the show. You know, the burger was great. Was your burger good? Your burger didn't stand a chance. Uh, I bit my thumb. I've got a bit of an injury. Anyway. That was delicious. (laughs) For you folks on Facebook, thanks for watching. Keep listening. Tuning in. The show will air. uh, It'll come out on the Thursday. So we'll uh, we'll keep that going. All right. So uh, from the first round sports restaurant, this is Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton. Listening to Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton. And we're back here live at the First Round Sports Restaurant in downtown Edmonton. Yes, I am going to repeat that over and over again, just because I can. This is Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton. In the studio with us, Colin Miller. Mr. Miller, are you doing well? Doing very well, big fella. Uh, you're drinking water, though. We, we have to slide that to Guinness in the next time we're in yeah, here. I'm driving, so if All I right. have a driver, I'll be more than happy. You know what? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pay for that taxi the next time, just to have you completely <laughs> sloshed on the next Rabbit Radio. For goodness sake. <laughs> when is the next one? <laughs> the, what's the next, next Tuesday? Uh, a JP in with us, as always, and uh, James Nielsen, our uh, trusty media guru and go-to guy when we need stuff off the Internet. James, how you doing? (laughs) There's another one. one. We're just making stuff up. Um, While we have Colin in here, we're just going to touch a little bit on uh, last season. I know we did a bit of a wrap-up to it at the the very first podcast we did. Mm -hmm. We sort of talked a bit about how things went last season. but but so we'll, t- we'll we'll let Colin talk a little bit about his thoughts on, on the on the end of the season and uh, expectations uh, for the club players moving forward uh, would be would be great. Well, I think that first of all you're you're no good without a, a quality staff behind you, D Dub, mm-hmm. and uh, thankfully we have a terrific staff and tight knit group of guys that are all focused on getting our team as well prepared. It was interesting speaking with Jose that. Last year was our Touchwood least injury uh, season, uh, least injuries during the season, which was excellent. And that's a credit to everyone that's that, that's working on that side of the game. I know Jose and his team, uh, Dr. DeFreitas and, and her team, have all everybody pitches in mm-hmm. remarkably well. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes it all that much worthwhile when everybody's on the same page, which is great. But uh, I need to thank you guys, of course, for the, the work and uh, that, that you've put in, the hours that we've put in, because it, again, it, nothing is possible without teamwork and, and everybody working, and even the work James does is, is okay. So, uh, <laughs> even the work oh, sorry, you James, do, James. I didn't, <laughs> didn't see you there, but uh, no, thank you, James, for your terrific work last season as well. Uh, you know, we, we spoke earlier on about the pre-season, but I, I, I just, I, I genuinely believe that we all had a feeling at the start of pre-season that there, this was the best group of players that we had had in our time together, the, the, the three of us. And we're, we're confident that this group, this pre-season, will, do, will be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a good feel and a good vibe already with this group. But, um, you know, there's an element of re- keeping everything 
real with me, They're keeping the feet on the ground. Uh, we started well down in Oklahoma uh, as, as well as we could with 10 men. Mm-hmm. And we're actually a bit unlucky at the end, if I remember right in the game. I thought we could have, I think it was Saini, mm-hmm. maybe that had a chance. So somebody had a chance near the end, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we, it was. we could have nicked it in the end. But yeah. there were signs there that, yeah, there was something rock solid to build on. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I look at Chelsea as an example. They're a rock solid unit to build on. Mm-hmm. And they've also got, obviously, some world class players, lots of world class players in their team. But the unit itself has bought into how the manager wants him to play. Yeah. And I thought our guys bought into how we played last season. And they played well in pre season. They carried that on. And, and the, the word consistency springs to my mind. Yeah. You know, we missed out on the spring season by one point. You know, and, and that was fantastic. And we finished third in the league by two points, I believe it was. So it just shows you over that full season, the travelling stuff, the, the commitment from the players, the staff, never wavered. You know, we, the focus was always to be to get in the playoffs and hopefully win the championship. And that is definitely the same as it is this season. Yeah. And, you know, we the, the semi-final itself was, of course, disappointing that we lost it. But I thought that, uh, and even... Uh, Tim Hankinson said the margin between the two teams was so fine that uh, they, they scored a fantastic goal mm-hmm. and take nothing away from Ubi Parapovic. It was a, a was terrific well goal. Big Matt had no chance on the finish. We didn't defend well further up the park, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, overall, if someone had said to me at the start when we, well, I'm sure to all of us guys that at the start of pre-season, would you take getting to a semi-final of the of the NESL Championship, we would have taken that. Oh, for we sure. Taken that. For sure. And we would take that again this year, yeah. somebody offered mm-hmm. us, but we'd have to win it this yeah. year. That would be the difference. And this season, uh, spoke about it again earlier on, the quality of the teams, uh, you know, Mark DeSantos coming back into the league is a, is a step in the right direction for the quality and the level of expectations mm-hmm. because Mark did a fantastic job at, in Ottawa mm-hmm. with limited re- resources, it yeah. has to be said, and uh, much the same as at times of what we deal with at, at FC Edmonton. So uh, down in, in uh, San Francisco, uh, he's already brought in some good players, and some some quality players for as sure. well, and he's brought in some experience and that know the league, and mm-hmm. I think that's very important also. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the the guys, it seems like most clubs, or at least half of the clubs, are starting their preseason today and uh, tomorrow. So we're all in the same line again, yeah. and it's uh, it's really exciting. I, I think. You know, season ticket holders, uh, some of the, t- the players that you'll see, well, all the players, hopefully, that you'll see in an Eddie strip mm-hmm. will be entertaining and worth the price of admission. But I, I also have to compliment the rest of the clubs in the league because there are some re- very, very good players, very good teams, well-prepared. The, the level of coaching in our league is first class. Yeah. Absolutely first class, and the, these teams are well prepared, and I think it's exciting for for our fans and the neutral fan coming into to uh, come down to the Clark Park to watch us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the only way to do that is to buy season tickets and come down. That's the way. That's the way you've got to do it. You have you pick your spot. You you show up every every chance you get when we're playing, and uh, you know get to know the players, get to know the staff, get to know the 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 sport in your city. Mm-hmm. You know, one of one of the one of the pro sports that uh, you might not have thought of. To, you know, instead of going to a movie, go to a match instead. Yeah. Come on, enjoy it. Have some fun. It's a, it's a, it's a good couple of hours worth of entertainment for sure. Those Friday, Saturday nights are massive. Oh well, that's that's huge. That's going to be that is going to be massive. Under the lights, Friday, Saturday nights uh, is is where the Eddies are going to be. There's a few Sunday games as well, but uh, 
you know what? Uh, come and check it out. And, and they're, they're early enough games, too, on those Fridays and Saturdays that you can still go out afterwards. Yeah. So Even get, the, get the know, evening started. And the Ottawa game, that's uh, midweek as well. Uh, that's uh, under the lights, that's, too. That's, that's under the lights, huge too. Huge this year. So uh, you've got to get those season tickets and come on out. And, again, I mean, I'll just throw it out there again, you know. You get the season tickets at fcedmonton.com. And, uh, hey, anybody. I said it earlier, anybody can get you tickets in there. So <laughs> just ask away. Um, so as far as parity goes uh, within the league, I mean, you see it. Obviously, you've just talked about uh, uh, the coaches' staffs that, that are in the league and the, and the quality and, uh, you know, the, <laughs> I'm going to mess up his name, Mr. Indy Coach, <laughs> just because we were, we were off air, we were talking. Anyways, yeah. long story short. Tim I won't Hankinson. Ma- Tim Hankinson, there you go. Who's done well and, and put together pretty well the same team, uh, with the exception of a couple of players that uh, have sort of retired from the game. Uh, but, yeah, uh, replaced uh, Janicki with uh, a monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who they will? He's already said they'll line him up against other teams' top strikers, so so they'll probably be a little bit stronger in the back. Yeah. Than this ben past Spies year, as well. No ben Spies. Yeah, Spies for sure. Yeah. Did well in Minnesota yeah. last mm-hmm. season. And Tim knows the game. Yeah. You know, he knows it. he's very well respected in the States. Yeah. Very well respected and, you know, was very successful in Jamaica as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's no there's no reason that uh, they won't be successful again this season so long as they finish below us. Yeah, well, of course. That's the only thing, of course, is that they have to finish below <laughs> us. But, uh, yeah, I'm expecting every team to come in and be be as balanced as, as any other team in this league. It'll be another yeah. battle every single match. Another reason to come and watch the games because every single game is a tough game. Yeah. I look at the, the Puerto Rico game, guys, and, and I look at Puerto Rico and they could set their, st- their stall up very similar to what we do here in Edmonton, mm-hmm. being a, a difficult place to play. I mean, I, we can tell you the journey we had to get to Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not just a walk yeah. in the park. It's a genuine full day's travel. And then you're training in the heat. And we had to, if I remember, Jeff, we had to cancel our training due to a, a thunder and lightning That's rainstorm. Right. We had to come off the pitch. So we didn't even actually get a full training uh-huh. session. Yeah. And then the following night, we beat them. Yeah. So um, uh, it's a difficult place to play. Mm-hmm. And I think now DW and I were at the Whitecaps yeah. when it was the longest game in a league in the world yeah. the furthest distance between furthest the distance and, yeah and I, I wonder uh, if we are still if Edmonton and, and Puerto Rico is still the same it'd be very That's interesting for you James there has to be that has to be a greater distance I would think yeah. from Edmonton to Puerto Rico as opposed to Vancouver to Puerto Rico what do you think just because of the okay. Get on Google here. Get, why don't you get on Almost Google like and sort that out? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see James's eyes rolling there when I was yeah. trying to. Him about them. I, I gotta go to the washroom now. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, great, great. No, I, uh, I, I think that's something that that fans don't maybe don't understand. Or maybe you do. I mean, if you've ever tried to travel anywhere from mm-hmm. Edmonton to somewhere else, whether it be the states or Canada, at some point, yeah. you may have to take. Two flights, three flights yep. to get somewhere. Absolutely. So uh, people who think that you know pro uh, soccer players, at least uh, pro soccer players um, in Division Two, that it's glamorous and travel. You get to go to all these places. Mm-hmm. You know what? You get to go to all these places, but you're there. You're in a hotel. You're at a training pitch. Then you're at the game. Then you're home. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a glamour thing. You don't you don't go in and sightsee like crazy. You may get lucky. 
if you happen to be spending somewhere uh, for a longer period of time, just because of the distance and the length of time between games, you may get one day where you can actually have a look around. But it's work. It's work from start to finish. Yeah. And uh, so it's just you know, trying to let people know that you work when you go on these trips. Mm-hmm. I know I've had a hard time trying to explain to people the difficulties of, A, traveling from Edmonton to, to our games, and, and, and then, B, when you get there, it's... It's work. And then yeah. putting that high-quality product on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and then trying to get your, your team yeah. ready to play. No question. Yeah. Because the, the heat that, that our team plays in is quite remarkable, mm-hmm. uh, unlike what we get here in, in Edmonton for the most part. And the, the players deserve you know, incredible amounts of credit for, for mm-hmm. going down there. And there's been some times where we've been really up against it, mm-hmm. really, really up against it. The Tampa Bay game, Jeff A, last season, where... We was it was like uh, Frank Bruno and, and Mike Tyson a number of years ago. It was uh-huh. yeah. uh, the rope a dope wasn't working for the big fella at that time, but we <laughs> were very very much uh, rope a dope that night. And Tampa missed some good chances. Yeah. Big Matt stood in his head, and then we get up the park and score at, yeah. the, at the tail end. So uh, I just think the players, you know, they they don't mump and moan about it. You know, there's, I picked Jeff up at three thirty in the morning. Uh, in St Albert, we drive to the airport, and the guys are there on time, and they they're in there getting a bite to eat on an airplane. And it's amazing many flight attendants have come up to me and said, "Are you the coach?" I said, "Yeah." And uh, what have you done to your players? Because every one of them is absolutely conked out. And, wow! Uh, they're they're sleep sleepaholics when they're on the flights, of course, but. They just get on with it. We have to do that. It's, yeah. uh, you know, when we're doing the recruiting and we're, we're trying to bring players to FC Edmonton, it's part of the conversation. You know, we, there's, if you thought a three-hour bus journey in Scotland was a lot, well, that's a, sometimes could be a three-hour journey to get to the airport. Yeah. We haven't even started yet. Yeah. So uh, it's just part and parcel of living in this continent. Yeah, it is. And, as, and especially being a city so far north, of the rest of the cities that are involved in the league, I mean, it's it's fantastic that San Francisco is in the league. Now. You can walk there. You can always, It's going to feel like you yeah, can walk there. Yeah. Yet it will still be two flights. Yeah. It, it won't be. There used to be a flight apparently from Edmonton to San Francisco, and they've nixed it now, have they not? Yeah. Isn't that what first. we've heard? Yeah, I think it was United yeah. Airlines. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's no longer available. So it'll be, uh, I guess, we're going through Calgary or something like that to uh, Vancouver, maybe, or Vancouver to get to San Francisco. So yeah. uh, it'll be uh, again interesting trips ahead for us. You know, what? we're going to take another short break here, and uh, when we'll come back, we'll continue the conversation. This is Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton, and we're coming to you live from the first round sports restaurant in downtown Edmonton. We'll be right back. Listening to Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton. And we're back. Yes, Rabbit Radio live from the first round sports restaurant. We are the official podcast of FC Edmonton. We got a great new banner. I just got to throw it out there again. The banner, I absolutely think it's fantastic. It's uh, King Sign put it together for us. They're, uh, they're a company from the Burke Group. Barry and his companies. Yeah. Love him. He's helped us out immensely. Yeah, Son Rory is part of the academy. Mm-hmm. Likes the word burger. Likes to say burger. Well, that's just the way it is when you have an accent, right? And where's he from? Manchester. Manchester. Where are we going for our uh, preseason trip? Go ahead, Jimmy. Answer. Where are we going? 
Manchester. Yes. Well, he's awake. He is awake. Jimmy, you had a few questions coming to you from uh, the wonderful world of the internet. So why don't you throw some of them at us and we'll see what we can do about them. Start off with a comment. Uh, sure. Shohei Mayochi saying, just want to say hi and wish you all the best for this coming season. Shohei. You, so Shohei. people might not know who Shohei is. Shohei is a former therapist here with FC Edmonton. That's right. And uh, was able to move on to TFC. He's now with uh, Toronto's uh, MLS group, uh, working the players there and then getting them fit yep. and ready for, for action. Shohei's great. Terrific fella. Yeah. Did, did a great job for us in the short time we had him. A lot of fun. A lot Mar- of fun, yeah. Married? Mm-hmm. Married now, yeah. yeah but uh, Shohei, we still know you have girlfriends, okay? We're just throwing Ouch. that out there. Oh, no. <laughs> He's got a baby now oh, as well. Um, ki- really? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I did see that. Yeah. A baby Shohei. Baby like, Shohei. You threw him under the bus. And I threw him on the bus. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We used to joke with him because he used to yeah. always be upset that his... Uh, his, his lady was coming into town gotcha. here in Edmonton, and then we go, oh, we're going to tell her about your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Just to give him a hard time, because he's a very proper Japanese guy, and he's fantastic. But anyway. Anyways. Hello, Shohei. Carry on. Carry yeah. on. Uh, kind of a follow-up thing with uh, Chris Steedman, wondering about the uh, trialists joining uh, for the Manchester trip tour. Um, scouting, any perspective? New Eddie's being watched while we're over there. Yeah, it's an ongoing process. Uh, is it Chris you said? Chris. Yeah, ongoing process, Chris. It never stops. I think that uh, the more often we're back there, we're building connections with clubs and uh, with managers and so on and so forth. And uh, it's just our, our world every day. We've got agents coming out the yin yang that sends us send us umpteen players, mm. and everyone's the next Lionel Messi or the next uh, Pele, whatever you want to say. But uh, I think it's great that, that the club is, is going back to England again. It's, it just it puts our brand out there as well. And maybe there is a young player that, that is not quite ready for uh, the first team but could benefit from a move across to North America for a short period of time. Uh, that door will always remain open. And one of the exciting things is we're hoping that Albert Watson will become Canadianized over the course of the spring season. And that will free up that foreign spot, uh, foreign spot for us. So maybe something like that uh, can happen. But there are no trialists planned to come in to join us in England at this moment in time. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's, you see so many players while you're over there. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Even watching all the uh, you know the teams that we played against last last season in the under twenty threes, you your mind automatically goes, "Ooh, he'd be good. Ooh, he'd be good." Mm-hmm. There was always one or two within the teams you played against yeah. that like really could do a turn for for yeah. a team. Yeah, these Premier League clubs and Championship clubs would have to pick up the salaries, of course. Of, of course, <laughs> but uh, I think the experience would be invaluable for them, especially yeah. uh, some younger guys that are trying to do well because our league uh, I say to every player we recruit whatever you do do not underestimate the quality of the league and yeah. uh, thankfully the guys haven't yeah I, I mean there is always and we've talked about this before on other shows JP as well about the transition that some of the European players have to have to make when they come yeah, over to North America sure. whether it's food whether it's the the style of the game because it's different completely different yeah, than absolutely. what they're used to yeah. um, not necessarily more physical I think we we talked a little bit about that uh, some of the guys were saying that they weren't worried so much about the physicality of it, and it was, mm-hmm. it was just such a different style to yeah. play. And then, this, of course, getting used to the different surfaces that we play on, too. Travel distance. Travel, yeah. Uh, varying climates within one league. 
Yeah, that, that that's, that's got to be the worst. I mean, there's there's times here in uh, in Edmonton where it's it's bone chilling cold for players coming in, and then literally, you know, three days later, you know, five days later, you're at you know 100 Fahrenheit somewhere playing. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's it's definitely crazy. Crazy. You're still expected to win. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, or get points somehow. Yeah. James, back to you. Any uh, any other stuff coming our way? Another comment from Alan Simmons uh, says, "Good to see FC Edmonton going to Europe." Any chance of inviting one of the Premier League clubs to Edmonton for their preseason? Well, I would say uh, uh, hypothetically it would be fantastic, but uh, financially uh, at this moment in time not feasible. The cost to, to rent Commonwealth, I couldn't imagine a top uh, European club or a championship club wanting to come and play at Clark Stadium with the greatest respect to our stadium. So to rent Commonwealth is, uh, you know, costs an arm and a leg. Uh, so these sort of things, and then you've got to pay for the travelling team, their their insurance, which is massive, uh, their accommodation, which is not so much of a problem, of course, but the, the biggest concern would be the insurance of these players travelling. I remember being at the Whitecaps at the time, and uh, we played Manchester City at Empire Field. And, I remember uh, that. Remember that, D.W.? Yeah. It was three days of absolutely torrential Vancouver weather. Uh, raining for cats and dogs never stopped and to the point I think there were actually three trucks who blew their generator engines trying to pump water off of the field and I remember Mancini, Tommy Sohn was the coach of the Whitecaps at the time Mancini and Tommy speaking the day of the game and Mancini saying to Tom that uh, we know how much the club has you know, spent preparing for this game and how high profile it is the stadium of course was sold out but if there's any tackling, any any hard challenges or anything dangerous that goes on in the field, I'll take my team off the field. So that was the pre-match talk, to be honest with you. And, <laughs> and about three or four minutes into the game, Yaya Turi goes over on his ankle, and we thought, oh, oh the wheels are going to come off this bus. But, <laughs> Everyone's going to walk. But thankfully, we, we finished the game, and it was actually a good game. Yeah, I, and I heard so much about that and, and, and the preparation and time it took to get that field into some sort of shape there was not a soul was allowed on that pitch until the actual game day and even the workers were walking around in bare feet yeah there yeah. wasn't even boots or anything they had to uh, walk in bare feet yeah it, so it was amazing but they got the game under you yeah know, they got the play. game off and they yeah. played fair play um which was great anything else there mr oh, internet that's, oh that's so it it's coming yeah. on the facebook <laughs> well let's say it's it's a wonderful thing facebook's a wonderful thing Hopefully we can go longer on Facebook. Jimmy's going to help us out with that, aren't you, Jimmy? I am. I am indeed. We are learning some SLR tricks to have cameras everywhere. Yeah, GoPros everywhere. GoPros everywhere. Isolated cameras. Isolated cameras. Nose cameras. Yeah. No, we're not going to have any of those. Not with this. No, I'm, I'm kiboshing that right now. Not, not, yeah, not or mine. My big Ukrainian nose here. Can't have that. We've got a great banner, though. You can zoom in on that as we chat, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Um, you know what? We're going to wrap things up here, actually. Uh, I, I, I'm just hoping everyone gets out there and gets those season tickets and comes and watching us play. Uh, our, our preseason's underway. Um, we've got great players that have come in. A couple of more still to be announced. Uh, no one else needs to come in. Everyone's here, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of my own head. Uh, there's one or two more. One or two still to come in. Okay, yeah. which is which is fantastic. And we'll be ready to rock in, in a couple of weeks. Our first match at home is going to be on the 
Eight. I'm looking at the wrong side there. On the 8th of <laughs> April. You know what? That's the day after DW's birthday. And by the way, feel free to send stuff into the office for DW for his birthday on April 7th. Okay? We'll just make sure that that's all coming yeah. my way. Um, I want to thank Colin Miller for coming in. Colin, always a pleasure. I work with you every day. But, hey, still a pleasure to come in and have you banter. My pleasure, DW. And I'd just like to say happy Valentine's Day to my wife, Maria. Uh, we've been together for 16 years. You should have said that in the first segment, though, should, buddy. If that was live then. Yeah, I yeah, know you're going to cut this out. <laughs> so, no, I won't cut but, it out. Uh, It'll be Thursday when she hears it, but yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. As long as it's out there and she knows it's, it's out there. Out there yeah, she knows it. Force her to listen to it. I will do. You just say, you listen to the whole thing right to the end, mm-hmm. and I'll show you what I did on Valentine's that's Day. It. I'll force her from St. Albert. <laughs> that's it. JP, thanks as always you for don't. coming in. James, you're holding the phone for us back there. I was going to say holding the boat, holding the holding the show, making us go. Holding the phone, <laughs> making yeah, us no go. Great gangbusters. Don't make, me, don't make me just sound too qualified. Oh anymore. come on, you're pretty qualified. You've so got a beard and a hat. You're okay. You're, you're you're doing all right with us. That's what I like to say. <laughs> all right, enough craziness for me for this evening. Uh, again, want to thank the people at First Round. Always giving us a great time here and uh, serving up some great food and beverages, as always. So for all of us here, thanks for listening. Uh, we enjoy having you guys listen to us. Send in your comments, your complaints, your what you want to hear next week, uh, as always. Uh, let us know on Twitter. And subscribe on iTunes. And subscribe on iTunes. It's, it's free. It's free. So uh, why not listen to us on iTunes and subscribe? All right. Uh, so from all of us, see you later. This is Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton, coming to you live from the First Round Sports Restaurant in downtown Edmonton. We'll see you next week. You're listening to Rabbit Radio, the official podcast of FC Edmonton.